Hey, here we are, look. It's me, JP, and this is JP's product pick of the week. Good afternoon to everyone. Thanks for stopping by. Uh, hello to everyone over in the Discord chat. I see we've got Dr. and Stuart Riggs and C. Grover and Mr. Certainly and more and more. And hello everyone over in the YouTube land. Hey, John O, Dr. X17. Hey, that's familiar. Yeet. Connor McCarter. Hello, hello, and welcome to the show. Uh, so let's do this, shall we? Uh, the first thing I want to do here on JP's product pick of the week today is point you over at this web page because if you want to get 50% off go here for this product uh, this URL or QR code will point you right to the product page and if you head there and refresh you will see both this video lives right inside the product page which is super cool and a little mind-blowing and uh, you can get 50% off during the live stream only on today's product pick and that's gonna get uh, you up to 10 of the product. Uh, no resellers, but we let you get a bunch of them. And I think we have a bunch of these in stock. So that's a little bit of a, of a hint as to what it is, but let's, let's jump back into uh, present time. And now we're gonna have a little journey into the recent past to have Lady Ada tell us all about this week's product pick. Take it away, Lady Ada. More trinkies. Okay, another trinkie. This is Rotary Trinkie. Hi, Rotary Trinkie. So Rotary Trinkie, as you might imagine, is a USB key with a rotary encoder on it. Uh, and there's a little RGB LED. The RGB LED points down, by the way. The, it, the encoder itself is not one of the RGB encoders for, for reasons. Um, so it's, again, USB-A. It's got a SAMD21 on the bottom, crammed all the parts you need, reset button, capacitive touchpad on the end, rotary encoder with a switch, uh, runs Arduino or... Circuit Python, so I'll show that as well. So this is, uh, I have a hat on it, and then you do have to solder in the rotary encoder. We might offer a version with the rotary encoder soldered in, but I think there's some variations in rotary encoders, so we, we're not doing it yet. You can just pick up an encoder, and you can see the RGB LED on the bottom here uh, shines down, and you can uh, twist to your heart's content. And we program it however you like. Right now, I'm just, I'm just doing a little demo that does a rainbow swirl because it's very easy to, to show off. There's also a tactile button, so you can click. So a common thing is like a volume up and down knob or like a Microsoft dial emulator. Um, I actually turned this into a very handy thing for me, which is a YouTube play pause and then um, frame advance or backtrack. So you can go frame by frame through a video online because I was like trying to get some screen captures. Um, but whatever you want, like rotary encoders are a lovely user interface device, and so you can just plug it into your USB-A port and add it and reprogram it, customize it in Arduino or CircuitPython. That sounds pretty cool. In fact, let me go grab one right out of my mystery cabinet. I'll be right back.
Hey, yeah, so that's the product pick of the week. It is the Rotary Trinky. It is a USB plug and play rotary encoder board that also has a NeoPixel for feedback and a capacitive touch for additional input. Uh, you will solder a rotary encoder onto there and then usually place a knob of your choice. And then you can program this in Arduino or CircuitPython to do things on your computer when you change the position of the rotary encoder or when you click the little rotary encoder button or touch that little capacitive touchpad. So let's take a look at a demo of it. First of all, here it is in all its glory. Uh, I've got it plugged into a little cable extension just because if I stick that on the back of uh, my computer, you're not gonna see much. You can also plug that into the side of a laptop USB port. You can plug that into any USB hub. And as you can see here, as I change that knob, I'm going through some uh, color changes on the NeoPixel that's uh, down facing there. So it's kind of bouncing off of my workbench top. And what I have this programmed right now to do is I love the suggestion that Lady Ada made, which is how about this thing acts as a controller for YouTube. So uh, frame advance in YouTube is super helpful. Here you can see I've got a, a little Ruiz Brothers video on pause. And with my rotary encoder now, I can adjust that frame forward, frame advance, one frame at a time, which uh, is normally done with the period and comma keys. But that's a pain in the neck and no fun. This is fun and not a pain in the neck. Uh, plus, you'll see we get little feedback on the color there. Also, I uh, programmed this to turn on closed captioning when I click the little button. So you can see there's laughter, little turtle laughter there. Uh, and I've also set the cap touch slider as a play pause. So I can hold pause, let go to keep playing or tap it to stop it altogether. Uh, so that's a really cool use for this. This sends USB HID commands. You can program it to do almost anything you want. You could send USB MIDI commands if you wanted to. You could do something uh, like type in words with every twist of the knob, type a new word. There's a lot that you can do with USB HID. You can, like I said, you can code this in Arduino or CircuitPython to do that. I've coded this in CircuitPython, so let's have a look at what that code looks like uh, to do what we're doing here. So let me bring up Adam. And let's go through this code. So here you can see I am importing some libraries, including time, so that I can do some uh, pauses if I need to for debouncing, that sort of thing. Importing the board library, so I get the uh, pinouts, the, the pin uh, definitions for this board. Rotary I.O., that's a key one there. That's what actually solves for the encoder positions. Touch I.O., and that's how we use the capacitive touch. Digital I.O. is how we're using that click button. And then, since I'm using USB HID, I import that as well as the keyboard and keyboard layout parts of that library. If you're using this as something like a volume control, you'll use the, the consumer code commands, which I previously had this set up, and that's still commented out in here. And then going through this, what I'm doing is I'm setting up the uh, inputs for that button, so setting that button up as a switch. And you can see it's the board.switch pin that we're using. 
Really easy is setting this up as an encoder. I have this uh, variable called encoder to create this object that uses rotary I.O., incremental encoder, and then the two pins are board rot A and board rot B. So couldn't get any easier than that. Then we set up the touch on the board.touch pin, and then we have some state saving for what the encoder and the button are doing. So we can do a sort of edge detection. Then I'm setting up the NeoPixel. So again, there's this one NeoPixel uh, that is on the bottom of the board. Uh, let me bring that up there. You might, might be able to see that there facing down, uh, down at the, at the desk there is a tiny little NeoPixel. And so we set that up on the board NeoPixel pin and I'm using full brightness just because I'm blasting that right off the desk there so you can see it easily. Then the keyboard setup here, you can see I'm setting up keyboard as a USB HID device and keyboard layout, I'm using the US layout. And this, if I were using something like volume up down and pausing of music, then I would use these consumer controls, but I'm not setting it up in this case. Uh, I wanted to use hue, which is a nice way to sweep around the hue color wheel. Uh, so I've got this uh, hue saturation value to RGB function that converts hue numbers into RGB. It's just a little easier when you're changing one parameter to change the hue parameter, a single parameter. Uh, I initially set that up at a particular color. It's kind of a bluish color. And then uh, I turn on that pixel. And then this is what's happening during the bulk of the uh, program. So first we check to see what's the encoder position and is that different from the previous? So that's using the state here to see if that's changed. And then if it has changed, then we'll check to see if that's uh, increasing or decreasing. And if that value is uh, increasing, then I'm going to type in that period key. You can see it actually happening right here in my Atom session. As I turn to the right, it's typing a bunch of periods. Let's see if I can undo that. Uh, and then if I turn to the left, down at the bottom, you'll see it's typing in the commas. And this is one of those perils of doing USB HID development. Uh, the next thing we do after we send that is we adjust the color of that pixel and uh, then show the pixel. So that updates with each click. The opposite is the, the case for the counterclockwise turn there. If it's less than zero, then uh, we're going to send that comma, which is the rewind or frame, frame back inside of YouTube. Uh, and you can see that would be volume decrement if I were using consumer control for volume. And then here's what's happening when I click the button. If the button value uh, changes, then we've pressed it. And if it releases, then we send this key code C, which is what turns on closed captioning inside of YouTube. And a similar thing for touch value. If I've touched it, uh, then we just hold. And then when I release, we send that space bar. So that way you don't have to, it's a sort of a type of debouncing that we're using there. Um, so fairly straightforward for development. I wanted to show here on the web page for the product. This is the uh, product, it's 4964 product ID. If I refresh this, you'll see that right now that's 50% off. Uh, we had a bunch of these in stock at the, st at the top of the show, so I don't think we'll run out, but if we do, hey, that's great too. Please buy stuff, it uh, helps us keep things moving forward here at Adafruit. Uh, if you look here, we have a little video demo going on and some images of the uh, encoder uh, knob affixed to it. You'll solder that on. So there's, you can see here, there's actually uh, seven points to solder. Three are the um, ground and encoder 
uh, essentially switches for which direction the encoder is being turned. The other side is ground and a uh, pin for the button press. And then the side, the larger ones on the sides are just the stabilizer um, mounts, the mechanical mounts on the encoder. In fact, if you look, this is what the encoder looks like. Uh, if you want to get one separately, we sell those. And they're fa fairly standard size, so you could fit some different encoders on there if you want. Um, the uh, other thing I wanted to point out in the description here, uh, lady, uh, I think wrote this, says half USB key, half trinket, half rotary encoder. It's rotary trinky. says we were inspired by this project from Toddbot. If you click on that link here, you'll see here was a tweet that our good friend Toddbot sent out that shows using a cutie pie and mounting a rotary encoder directly to the cutie pie, doing some clever stuff with pin selection so that you can use three in a row for the encoder and two in a row for the switch. And so uh, that was really cool. That was a, a neat way to make a CircuitPython uh, rotary encoder. So this was uh, inspired by that. And then this one has this uh, added uh, twist of being able to plug right into a USB port. And depending, by the way, on your USB port, some of them are going to be stiffer or looser. I found that if you have one that's a little bit, a little bit wobbly, you can place a little bit of electrical tape on the bottom there, and that will grab the uh, inside of that port a little, little uh, more snugly. So you see this one doesn't really move around too much uh, as I'm using it. You can also see, by the way, every time I touch that uh, cap pin, I was, I was doing a space bar in my browser, which is uh, allowing that to frame advance. You could also, by the way, use this as a really cool web page scroller. So if you wanted to uh, maybe page down with the tap and scrub the scroll bar with, with the encoder wheel, that'd be a pretty neat use for that. Um, and let's see, oh, before I forget, we got this great animation I wanted to run of our rotary trinky bird there. And uh, let's see, any questions in the chat? Let me run over to the YouTube and the um, Discord chats and see if anyone, uh, let's see, someone got uh, three of these last week when they got their Neo, Neo Key Trinkies, excellent. Uh, Aaron York says their friend Riskable released a Hall Effect version of this, very cool. And uh, let's see, yeah, electrical tape to the rescue. Uh, also, Toddbot mentioned that he's, he's done some experimentation with just a shim of a business card in there as well, depending on uh, how thick you need it to be. That might be just right for you. Uh, Thin Man asks, are you using CircuitPython or Arduino code? Uh, uh, yeah, I'm using CircuitPython. You say you're getting memory errors. So this is, this is an interesting thing to note. On these trinkies in particular, the libraries you need are baked in. So to do the basic stuff that these do, in this case, Rotary I.O., Touch I.O., and NeoPixel, those are all libraries that got baked into the version of CircuitPython that you'll put on this board. So you don't need to add extra libraries. You may run out of space. These are really small. So you may run out of space if you try to go and add those libraries. You actually don't need them. Um, and I believe if you go to the download page, in fact, let's, let's check this out. If we head over to... Uh, circuitpython.org, go to downloads, and go to Rotary Trinky, click on that. You will see, I believe, there is uh, a description here. So where it says, oh, I'm not showing that to you. <laughs> Sorry about that. Let me pop that Chrome up. Uh, 
That's helpful, right? Uh, if you look at this, so I went to circuitpython.org, typed in the search, rotary, trinky, clicked on that. And then here's where, at the top right here, here's where you would normally just go straight ahead to download the UF2 file to put that on. If you look here, built-in modules available, these are libraries that you may find you need for the code you want to run uh, that you don't need to actually uh, add to your library folder. So in this case, PixelBuff, Board, Digital I.O., Microcontroller, NeoPixelWrite, NVM, OS, Random, Rotary I.O., Struct, Supervisor Time, USB HID, and USB MIDI. Those are all baked right in there. So those are really likely things that you're going to use. So in your code, you'll see here at the top of this, uh, we're doing an import of all those libraries. None of those had to be added to the lib folder in CircuitPython because they're baked into that particular cut of the OS. So CircuitPython uh, for the NeoTrinky has all this stuff built in. If you looked at, let's go back to um, Chrome here. If we go back, let's, let's type in Trinky. If you look at the NeoKey Trinky that we looked at uh, last time, here, if you check out, uh, oh, we don't, have, we don't have that one in release yet. Let's find a different one. How about this one? Okay, so the, the Neo Trinky, not the Neo Key Trinky, this one, uh, you'll see, does not have Rotary I.O. built in. It has a bunch of uh, libraries, but among them is not Rotary I.O. because this one is not meant for a Rotary encoder. So that's a little tip for you. If you're running out of memory on a memory-constrained CircuitPython board, it may be because you're adding libraries that you don't need to, don't need to add. Uh, and I was doing this too. This is how I ran into this just like a couple weeks ago. I said, hey, why can't I fit USB HID on here? And Katni, I think, said, oh, you don't need that. That's actually baked into the OS. Um, let's see. Other questions? Uh, doctor says, why am I copying the code by hand from YouTube? I'm sure this is available somewhere. Uh, yeah, we're, I don't think we have a uh, learn guide up for this, but when we do, we will put that code up there. So, so we'll have some code examples, including the one that I showed here doing the YouTube control. How about that? Um, so let's, Connor McCarter says, bundle fly from the factory. Yeah, so if you grab the bundle, uh, the project bundle for one of these projects, it uh, should not add on extra libraries that you don't need because it knows which board uh, you're grabbing that for, I think. So um, test that. Let me know if that's not the case. Um, yeah, Todd asks, is your code published somewhere yet? It is not. Um, so if you were feverishly copying that from the YouTube, which I hope you're not, there it is. Uh, and like I said, this will go up into a learn guide. Um, and by the way, if you're wondering, for me, when I got this board and, and started using it, I went to the CircuitPython Essentials page. It's one of my favorites. Uh, so if you go to learn.adafruit.com, I just type S-E-S-S. -S, that goes to CircuitPython Essentials. And then in here, I'll look for something like Rotary I.O. and uh, steal the code from there. Um, let's see. Does it exist on this one? Well, maybe it doesn't on this one. Okay, then I may have just typed in Rotary. Uh, rotary and looked for, okay, Rotary Encoder and CircuitPython. This one has its own guide. So I just do a little bit of searching around and find the, the code that we can cut and paste from. Uh, all right, any other questions? <laughs> so you it's easier to copy that from YouTube if you already have the Rotary Trinky in hand running the code. Yeah, 
and you can pause <laughs> and you can scroll. A uh, bit of a paradox. Okay. Uh, so I think that wraps it up. There it is again, this beautiful rotary trinky doing its thing. Thankfully, it's not doing anything bad to my broadcast software because I, I don't think I have period and comma mapped to anything. Uh, so I think that's going to do it. Let's um, wrap this up. So that's the product pick of the week. It is the Rotary Trinky. It's a USB rotary encoder that plugs right into your computer and allows you to use a rotary encoder, click and touchpad. And that's going to do it. I'm going to go ahead and set that on my ever more crowded uh, board of GUIs, good, good new products. Uh, thank you so much. Thanks, Jim Hendrickson. Uh, for Adafruit Industries, I'm John Park. This has been JP's product pick of the week. Don't forget to head on over uh, while the show's running to get the discount on this. And uh, once the show's done, that discount's gone. So get it in your cart. Uh, you have a little bit of a grace period to hit by. Uh, but that's, uh, that's what I recommend is go to that little page right there while it's still $3.48. What a deal. All right. Uh, so for Adafruit Industries, I'm JP. This has been JP's Product Pick of the Week. And I will see you next time. Bye, everyone.